0: Hey, family, this is Joshua Jones. My wife, Lindsay, and I have the honor of being the lead followers of Way Family Church right here in Edmond, Oklahoma. Thank you for taking a minute to tune in. We pray the message gives you a different perspective about Jesus, his gospel, and what living life in his kingdom is all about. Take notes, listen intently, and be blessed. Thank you, Lord. Man, my heart's stirred. I think I can go home and be okay go home and be okay. Hey, if you brought your instruction manuals, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians. Well, we're going to be around a lot of places today. Katie, I'm going to just shout these out at you out back, but um, I know 1 Corinthians 15, starting at verse 45, I'm going to be there. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45, I'll also be at Matthew 22. I think verse 21 Matthew 22 I think verse 21 How many of you guys are ready for your kids to go back to school yes. Got a couple honest people in here the rest of y'all yes. Just okay yes. okay so the dads were like yes <laughs> Yes you think it would be the moms right Ready for them to go back to school <clears throat> Yeah Matthew 22 um we'll look at verse 17, and one more, because we like to read the Bible around here. You know, I always say most of us don't have devotional lives, so try to make up for it when we come to church, which is a bad way to do it, but, you know, you can't survive off one meal a week. You can, but you're going to be really skimpy. I'm telling you, you're going to be struggling, so it's good to eat often, but Genesis chapter 1. I'm going to read Genesis 1 first. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. 27, and then we'll go to 1 Corinthians 15, then Matthew 22. Is that okay? Listen, I know uh, she announced it, but uh, this coming up Wednesday night, this will be our second week. um, And we normally don't do Bible study every Wednesday night, we usually do the first Wednesday of the month. We always do something. The first Wednesday of the month, we have I mean, we usually break out round tables and a whiteboard and teach something that's specific to what we believe God's speaking to us here. And then, if you're taking notes, the second Friday of every month, we always um, come together and just pray. And both those nights start from 6.30, and they go to about 7.30, 8-ish. Prayer is usually 6.30 to 7.30. Um, But this month specifically, we're doing... Trying to do it every Wednesday night, just because uh, I just, something has just somehow specific in my heart. I felt like from the Lord we were supposed to talk about the Bible, like talk about what is the Bible. So um, Chris is going to be sharing, but we're talking about the anatomy of the Bible. This week um, we'll be talking about the authority or the authenticity of the Bible. How do you know it's really God's word, right? Then we're going to talk about the application of the Bible, and so Bible study about the Bible. How many know that just because you go to church don't mean you'll learn anything? We had Sunday school, and I promise you, I promise you, I didn't learn nothing in Sunday school. We colored, we colored pictures of Noah and uh, ate candy, and our our teacher did good to survive. That's what that's what we had. So, I mean, she was two hundred and thirty-seven, so I mean she wasn't doing much, but it was. I was grateful for her. Bless her heart. Her name was Miss Modest. Now you know you can hear the name, and you just know. <laughs> She from another age. Prehistoric. Anyway, bless y'all. Genesis chapter one. It's going to be good. Genesis chapter one. So we've been talking about what? What have we been talking about for five weeks or six weeks? What word? Union. The word called union. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that today and really just trying to hear the heart of God and talk about stuff that I wish I would have learned in church, stuff that could have benefited me the rest of my life. And so I'm trying to give you stuff that has really, really helped me and is helping me. I'm not telling you I, uh, I, I know it all or I've learned it all. I'm telling you I'm in school, right? Don't burn the school down just because you came through because the rest of us coming right behind you and I am in school. So, and a lot of us, we've been homeschooled in the wrong home, I'm telling you, you've been homeschooled in the wrong home. But we, you've changed houses now. So every house has a different culture. (laughs) And I just trust that Holy Spirit's going to help us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27 says this. I'm reading from New King James. Then Yahweh said, let us, everybody say us. Make man in our image. Say our image. Say his image. his image. Watch this. Let us make man in our image. Watch this. According to our likeness. Say image. image. Say likeness. likeness. Come on, say image. image. Say likeness. likeness. And then, this is what Papa says next. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the The cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. See, ladies, you can have dominion over creeps. Did you know that? I just read. I'm just sticking to the tip. Reading the Bible, right there, dominion over the creeps. Right, right there in the Bible. Look at there. God is good. Bless you. I release you in Jesus' name. Notice the only thing that God didn't give mankind dominion over was each other. Listen, verse 27. So. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created man. (laughs) I'm going to throw this Bible, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, I need to say this loud. Male and female. He created them. I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back, just so we understand who God made and how he made them. Male and female. He created them. I can say it slower. I can say I can just, I'm, this is beautiful to me. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. The only way you can be fruitful and multiply is male and female. He created them. (laughs) Let's look at 1 Corinthians. uh, Let's look at Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Thank you, Lord. Job, in the book of Job, it says, man born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. It don't take us long to mess stuff up, does it? You don't think it ta- If you don't think if you don't think it takes a long time for humans to mess stuff up, clean your kid's room and walk off for about ten seconds and come back in like, mighty God, have you been living here for twenty years? Like, what did you just do? Matthew twenty two, um, verse seventeen. This is the Pharisees talking to Jesus. Tell us, therefore, what do you think, Jesus? Matthew twenty two seventeen. Is it lawful to pay taxes? I wish he'd have said no. I mean, I'm telling, I wish he would have said no. It ain't lawful. I'm not living by, I'm, I'm living by how I feel, not by faith. No, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness in their question. By the way. And he said, why do you test me, you hypocrites? Jesus was just straightforward, wasn't he? Right? In his day, by the way, a hypocrite was a person that stood on stage and and played in the show. It wasn't a bad thing. The word hypocrite wasn't originally a bad thing. It was a a person who played multiple roles because they used different masks. But he was talking to the religious leaders of his day who were not on stage and who were not wearing a mask. He said, but you wearing a mask. You're a hypocrite. And they're like, Right? You hypocrites. Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius, and he said to them, watch it, whose image, everybody say image? Image. Whose image and inscription is this? And he's holding up a denarius. Whose image is on this quarter right here? Whose image is on this coin? Whose inscription is on it? In other words, who made it? Because the because the image You can tell who made the coin by whose image and inscription was on it. Whose image and inscription is on it. And they said to him, oh, that's a simple question there, Jesus. Because usually the ones you ask, we can't answer. But I can answer that one. Caesar's, verse 21. And he said to them, then render, therefore, to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. And render, therefore, to God the things that are God's. And if I would have been there, I can see Jesus going, Look, watch, watch the next verse watch verse 22 watch this and when they heard these words they marveled and they what don't, don't ask that brother no more questions he's good and they went their way 1 Corinthians 15 why does he read so much Bible <laughs> what verse did I say well, let me say forty-one. Here you go. That's a good place to start. 41. Well, did I say that? Holy Ghost? I don't know. Forty let's go to 45. Look at that. Somebody tried to trick me. 45. Your boy shout amen. amen. Bless you, Jesus. Okay. All right. Get right on going. I didn't hear nothing. I'm gonna keep right on going. Okay. Verse 45. <laughs> And so it is written, the first man Adam became a living being. Watch it. The last Adam, everybody say, first Adam? First Adam. That's the Adam that was created in Eden. Now watch this. Everybody say, last Adam. last Adam? That's Jesus. You gotta watch it now. The first man Adam became a living being. The last Adam became a life giving spirit. Wow. However, the spiritual, is not first but the natural and after then the what spiritual watch this the first man adam adam of eden was of the what earth Earth, the created realm the the visible realm the one that we now live in this realm. he was from there made of dust watch this the second man this is capital m by the way this is jesus first adam last adam first man Second man, there's only been two men. Watch it. You can only come from two men. The second man is the Lord from where? He compares dust to heaven, he compare, com- compares earth to heaven. In verse 40, I would love this. As was the man of dust, so are also those who were made of dust. And as is the heavenly man, capital M there, earthly man and heavenly man, as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are made heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, this is good, y'all. We shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Father, let your word speak to us today. It's always good. Such a joy in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about the word union, which means one with God. We've been talking about how we don't have a personal relationship with God. You have, you have union with God. The Bible never says go get a personal relationship with Jesus. It says we have a union with Jesus. Personal relationship with Jesus is a good place to start, but a pitiful place to finish. We don't just need a personal relationship with God. You need union with God. Why is union important? Because union literally says when two become one, the strength of the stronger one becomes the strength of the weaker one. Right? In union, I didn't have anything that God needed. He had everything that I needed. What does union speak to us? Union speaks to me of incarnation. It's God becoming flesh to get me back into right standing with him. Union says to me that God says, I so wanted you. I crossed the chasm between heaven and earth to get you back. I desired you. I wanted union with you. We talked about in this, I guess I can say series of talks thus far, we've we've talked about how you no longer have to strive in your walk with God. How many of you guys have ever strived in your walk with God? Come on now. Yeah. Right? We talked about, actually I talked about briefly one Sunday, how you actually don't grow in the Lord. You, <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to grow in the Lord. No, you, you grow in your awareness of Him. Yeah. Everybody say this. Say, I'm a, I'm a spirit who lives in a soul who has a body body. say this say the God that I worship worship is one one, yet yet three you likewise you are one but yet you're three watch this here's what I mean you're spirit yet you wear your soul but yet you live in a body one third of you is exactly like God Your spirit man is 100% like him because you know why? Because that's where he lives. When you got born again and you were awakened to the fact that God lives on the inside of you, that's where he lives. Ain't no problems right there. But that soul guy, my mind, my will, I have a whole lot of problems with that guy. How many have ever been to a carnival? anybody show hands a few people. Have you ever went in that usually it's a little house, but you go in there and there's all these crazy mirrors in there. and you're walking around, and you're looking in the mirror, you see yourself, but your image is a little twisted, right? Or maybe it's I don't know, it's like this right here, and some are twisted, and if you're not careful, you can walk around, you can walk into a mirror. Because you thought I didn't know that was there, and you, and, and before long, like you're confused of what you're going. I love mirrors. Mirrors are powerful. I wish more people would use them. I mean, mirrors are—they do—they are good, <laughs> right? You ever looked in a mirror and you got upset at the mirror? <laughs> it's quiet in this Baptist church. Uh, you know why? Why? Why do we not get upset at mirrors? Come, talk, shout back at me. Because why? It's a reflection. Is it the mirror's fault or is it our fault? (laughs) All the mirror does is say, let me just tell you what what, what I see. Some of us got friends like that. Thank God for friends like that, right? So we don't get upset with the mirror because all the mirror does is tell you, look, this is the image that's standing in front of me and all I'm doing is I'm reflecting back at you, watch this, what you actually look like. You can tell some people just never use them. They just never, you know the people, you got the friends, right? You might be married to them. Don't look, but you know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) Image is such a big part of union. Here's why. If we go all the way back to Eden, you see what the image of God looked like Imagine what our dad did. Our dad stepped out of nowhere, on the corner of nothing, starts opening his mouth, and stuff starts happening. Right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, "Let there be light." Right? And 186,000 miles a second. That's that's how fast light travels. I was reading recently, and the guy said, that's not how fast light travels. He said, that's how fast we can, we can keep up with speed on our end. Just, and by the way, it never stopped. Like God is just, he's vast. It, it blows my mind. God starts creating things. He creates light. By the way, that wasn't even sunlight. That doesn't come, I think, today three or four. So whatever kind of light that was, he made that kind of light. And then he starts dividing the earth, dry land, from the sea, water's wet, right? And then he puts stars and sun and moon. He puts lights in the sky to rule the day and lesser lights, he says, to rule the night. Then he starts creating vegetation. And after he makes vegetation, and then he makes animals. And then he God's just having a creative creative fest. And then on day six, he makes the peak of his creation. He makes you and I. He makes humans. He made Thank you, Jesus, women. Woo. He tailor-made a woman for a man, and a man for a woman, right? I want, I want to see it on the DVD when I get to heaven. I just It's one of the things I just want to see, like, God, how did you do that? Like, how did you do that? And he spoke, and he, when he spoke, a tree came up out of the ground like, there it is right there. And he spoke and a hippopotamus came out of the ground. There it is right there. And God is just speaking. And when he speaks, he creates. He speaks, he creates. He speaks, he creates. I got to say he was probably having fun speaking. He was creating. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right on, right? Chicken has a set on the egg, right? Creates a chicken. <laughs> and God is so creative. He never created one thing more than one time. God never created nothing twice. What? Watch this. He's too creative to create anything twice. That's why Yeshua, Jesus, never did one miracle the same way. He's too creative. Right? Think about it. Because everything God made had within it the ability to reproduce itself male and female. And God is creating. But on day six, he says, I'm about to turn up right here. God made a tree. Sun, stars, you think of whatever, the eight or the nine wonders of the world. Amazing. The universe, but none of that bore his image. Because none of those had union with him. Watch it now. But he says to himself, let us Who's us? Who's us? God, Father, God, Son, God, Holy Spirit. God has a conversation amongst himself. He said, Hey, us, let us make man in our image. I don't wanna make it with the image of the giraffe or the gorilla or all the, I wanna make it with my image. I wanna put our image on something. Our image on something. And God said, Let us make man in our image. Notice that. Uh, When you read this short narrative here, every time God made something, he spoke it into existence, except this, except man. God didn't speak you and I into existence. We're the only thing that when he made, he said, I want to have my thumbprint on it. Yeah. And God got down into the dirt and he made us a body from dust. Now we are not a body, but we have a body. That's why it's bad to identify people just by what you see, right? Because there's more on your row than what you can see. You see a white man, a black man, red shirt, black shirt, you know, painter, carpenter. No, there, there are gifts on your row right now you can't see. There are books on your row right now you can't see. Songs that haven't yet been written that we can't see. There are businesses in this room that we can't see, but they're buried on the inside of people. Watch this. Because when God made man, he said, let us make him in our image and after our likeness. And man, unlike animals, didn't come out of dirt. Unlike stars, moon, all that stuff, they came out of the sky or out of the atmosphere. Whenever God wanted to create something, watch this. He always spoke to the thing that was holding it. When he wanted fish, he spoke to the waters, and out of the waters came fish. Watch it now. When he wanted vegetation, he spoke to the earth, and out of the earth came vegetation. Animals, same thing, came out of the earth. Well, where did we come from? When he wanted us, he spoke to himself. (laughs) And humanity was sourced, right? That's the Hebrew word for father. It means patar, it means source. He sourced us out of himself. And anything we come from, we have the potential of. Listen, anything you come from, you have the potential of. So God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and out of God came man. And God shaped the body for man. And then he got down low to where the body was. And he goes, (sighs) when you blow into a balloon, what do you blow into the balloon? You blew yourself into it. You blew your life into it. And that balloon expands. What do you think happened when God leaned over this dust, dirt dirt body and went. And Adam goes. And guess what? When Adam opened his eyes, you know what he saw? He saw a church service. No, he didn't. He saw a revival meeting, Tiffany. No, he didn't. You know what he saw? He looked into the eyes of his dad. That's what he saw. He opened up his eyes and you know what he saw, Grant? He saw a father standing over him. You know what he saw? He saw a father standing over him and then you know what he saw, Soria? He saw everything that his dad had given him. He said, all this belongs to you. And when Adam stood up, you can see all of creation that had been created still waiting for marching orders standing there. Angels alike standing there, and they're fixing to watch this only being that has ever been created in the image of God. We want to see how he responds. Because when you made monkeys, that was awesome. Apple, that was a really creative thing. I love the goose and the swan. The hippopotamus was amazing. I love the way you made the mountains and the sea creatures stellar. Never seen nothing like it. But none of those things have your image, only one. Something special about him. You didn't put your finger on none of the rest of it, but you put it on him, something special about him. And the image of God, watch this, hear me, please hear me, the image of God does not just mean that we have two eyes like God and two ears and nose and a mouth and two legs and two arms, that has nothing to do with image, watch this, it has everything to do with your ability, your capacity, your godlikeness. And so they watched this God man stand up. And even though God made the animals, God never named them. He waited for Adam to come up. And when Adam came up, the Bible says that God brought the animals to Adam. And whatever Adam called them, that's what they were. right because adam is behaving like his dad and whatever his dad says comes into being and adam's just doing what his dad did and adam said oh i do the same thing i call you giraffe i call you what kind of intellect did adam have to have where'd you get giraffe from seriously like where'd you pull that where'd you get that from turkey (laughs) like where'd you get that from I'm like, Adam, if you'd have just killed the first tick, or mosquito, it'd have been, we'd have been blessed. But you let them live, right? Named everything. Whatever he called them, that's what it was. Come on, we're still in Genesis probably like around day eight. We, we early on the scene. Adam's naming stuff. But what's he doing? This is a man in the image of God behaving and acting like his father in perfect communion. Not only communion, he had great union with his dad. I liken it to when a mother gives birth to her child. That child, while in the womb, only ate when its mother ate. Drank when its mother drank. Moved really when its mom moved. Because it has union. But when the baby's born, and they cut the umbilical cord, that union's not there anymore. Watch this. There's closeness But it's not union. Sin came and severed the cord, as it were, between Adam and his dad. And so before sin, the father would come, and literally the Bible says the voice of God would walk in the cool of the day. The voice of God would walk. And you can see Adam waiting for for Papa to come in the garden. I mean, I, I picture him running to meet with him every day. What did you do today, Adam? And they're just having a conversation, hanging out in the garden. I don't know how it all worked, but I know it was a beautiful picture. But as soon as Adam and Eve sin, the next time, the presence that they used to run toward, now they're running from it. They used to run toward the image of the one whose image they bore. Now they're running from his image because it scares them. Come on, we're still in Eden. Which, by the way, a little joke for you. I heard a guy say this one time. I thought it was funny. He says, in the Garden of Eden, that was the only time that a man could truly say, you are the only woman for me. <laughs> Same guy also said, that was the only time a woman, could, this is biblically accurate right here, that was the only time a woman could say, I ain't got nothing to wear. But anyway, keep right on going. Keep right on going. Don't get lost on that, man. You're you all going home tonight, but just stay with me just for a little bit longer. Everybody say image. image. Adam sinned. Watch this. And from Adam to Jesus, watch this. From Adam till Jesus, the image was lost. From Adam all the way to Jesus, the image was lost. Because you know what sin does? Sin will always make you forget who you are. One of the church fathers said this. They said sin is always a secondary consequence to you and I not knowing our identity. Because if we knew who we were, we wouldn't do the stuff that we do. So, sin is always a secondary consequence. Watch this to a broken image. You ever looked into a broken mirror? It's you, but it's shattered a little bit. It's in parts. It's you, but it's shattered a little bit. It's in parts. It's you at the carnival. It's showing an image of you, but it's twisted. Adam's image got twisted. But God, through union, was coming to get it back. Nobody had ever done the stuff Adam can do from the days of Adam until the last Adam started walking the planet. The way the first Adam used his mouth like his dad, here comes the last Adam. Watch what he starts doing. He says he's speaking to wind and waves. Peace be still. and the same way it would have happened for the first Adam. What does the wind and the waves do? They'd be still. Because why? Adam and Eve made in the image of God. They had dominion over all the what? Earth. But nobody had ever seen that since the garden because they lost it because the image got mired. But here comes the image bearer, not the first Adam, but the what? No, 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 no. He's not the second Adam. He's the last. If he was the second, it could be a third or fourth or fifth. He's the last Adam. The way, watch this. I used to make CDs for my father-in-law. That was 2004 and five. I worked in the product department my goodness we had a CD duplicator had ten sleeves the first sleeve was what they called the master and the next nine were what they called the slave this happened to me many many times I would be recording to see uh, getting ready to make copies on a CD and just say at a minute and 27 seconds into my father-in-law's sermon there was a skip if that was that way on the master then what's going to happen on the slaves at a minute and 27 seconds in? there's going to be a what? Skip, watch this. The man who bore the image of God, Adam, he was the master. He was the fountainhead of all humanity. And every person coming out of Adam had a skip at a minute and 27 seconds. Because we were born into Adam. And out of Adam we came. We bore it. That's why people that don't know God, when they first hear about God, we do the same thing Adam does. Uh, God has what? what, Who is he? He's all-powerful being. Got to be perfect. Oh, oh, I'm out. We run. We had the same skip that Adam had. What was the father to do? How was he to make things right? We needed a new master. How do you restore the image? I need a perfect image bearer. Where does that come from? It can't come through the lineage of Adam. So you know what the father does, Tiffany? Here's what he does. He said, I'm going to go down myself and I'm going to fix this. And God came to the planet the only legal way. He came through the womb of a woman. That's why God couldn't come flying from the heavens. Because mankind had dominion over the planet. Because who did God give dominion to? Humanity. And if God would have come to the earth and did anything outside of humanity's cooperation, he would have broken his own law. And all God had to do was do one thing wrong, and the whole thing was messed up. Satan could say, aha, you're not perfect. You did one thing wrong. And it's, uh, So God gave dominion to humanity, and humanity messed stuff up. And so God said, I won't come down in the form of God. Philippians 2, he says this, I'll come down in the form of a man born of a woman. I'll come the legal way. I won't come down in a a UFO. You know what we call them when they come? Anything that comes to this planet, that way we say that is an illegal alien. God says, I'm coming like one of you. I'm coming through the womb of a woman, and I'm going to make straight in the body of a man what you guys jacked up in the body of a man. What you guys twisted in the body of a man, I'm coming to make straight in the body of a man. And everything Adam lost in Eden, not so much just power, but the ability to relate to Abba in union. That's what I'm really coming back for. I'm coming back for that. I'm coming, I'm coming back so you can walk with Abba again in the cool of the day. I'm coming back for that. I'm coming back again so you and I can partake of the tree of life. I'm coming back for that thing again. That's what I'm coming back for. And Jesus for 33 and a half years For the first 30 years of his life He'd never sinned But you couldn't tell anything different about him But he was the image of God When he was born (laughs) The Bible says that the angels The whole host of heaven Filled the heavens and they began to sing When he was born That didn't happen when you were born I mean your mom might have been happy But seriously my mom's listen true story my mom said I was the ugliest baby she's ever seen in her life (laughs) to this day she'll say that she says Josh she said for like the first year and a half you didn't have a piece of hair and I was like oh Jesus (laughs) you know my mom said I look like I'm like mom I got issues because of that she said you look just like E.T. and I was like what (laughs) what she said you would do your finger like this I'm like no (laughs) no (laughs) I bore the image of my dad what can, I can't even take no credit for it, right? I don't even know what I was talking about. Seriously, I really don't. You got to remind me, what was I talking about? Because I lost it right there. I just lost it. Jesus came to get stuff back. Watch this. At the age of 30, he says it's time. It's time. Only a few people on the planet knew who Jesus was. Really, shepherds. His mom and his dad. Simeon, what was the other lady's name? John the Baptist, Elizabeth, I can't forget the lady's name. Just a handful of people knew who he was really. But this man who bore the image of Yahweh again began to live out of that image. And for three and a half years, he turned cities upside down. Watch this, with the goodness of his father. He caused righteous riots in every city that he went to. He, He did Proverbs 15, He had a soft answer, turning away wrath. He took what the religious leaders of his day had took, to them the word of God, the Torah, the Pentateuch, the minor and the major prophets that they used to beat people down with. And he would say, you've heard it said, but now I say to you, it is the word of God. The word of God is not the Bible. Hear me. The word of God is a man, Jesus. That offended religious people, didn't it? The word of God is a man, scripture-wise. And the word of God edited what they thought to be the word of God. When you read the Beatitudes, he went around editing stuff for them because you guys, you're reading it wrong. Let me fix it for you. And the word of God, the Bible says he has a name written on his thigh, which is the word of God. Just Anyway, that's biblical, by the way. He said, let me correct what you've been messing up. You've been taking this abusing people and hurting people with it. You're messing it up. And he would say, you've heard it said, but now I say unto you. And for three and a half years, he showed people the wonder of his dad. And the Bible said kids would follow him around. People follow him around for over three days. One time the Bible says to the point of passing out. So the disciples said, Lord, you're going to feed these people? Send them home. You know what Jesus says? He says, no, you feed them. Watch, watch how they were, they were drawn toward the image of God. We, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't even got enough money to feed these people. We can't even buy a whole day's worth of food. That's 5,000 men, not including women and children. These are Jews. They don't do nothing but have sex. Look out, you know how many kids these Jews have? Most people believe that have been 15,000 people or more. We don't have the money. But watch what the image of God's going to do have them sit down and Jesus took fish and loaves and he did what his custom was. He, he just always lifted up to heaven and he gave thanks. He didn't worry about how big the problem was. He just gave thanks of what he had because he knew that little in his hand was much in God's hands, which by the way, he was God and he took it and he blessed it and he gave it to the disciples and the fish and bread multiplied in through the disciples hands, not his I ain't never heard that path that was a really good stuff. I said no the fish and bread multiplied <laughs> through the hands of the disciples not Jesus's and Jesus just stood back they watched him calm wind and waves they watched him multiply fish and bread material matter they watched demons listen to him he drove out legion out of the man that lived in the Gadarenes come on Clothe him in his right mind, put clothes on his body. They watched people that had issues of blood dry up just from touching him. He would speak a word and lepers got healed. How do you do this? This is the image of God. This is what you're supposed to be doing. He rebuked the disciples one day when they woke him up on the boat because they woke him up to calm the storm which I thought would have been the right thing to do. They wake Jesus up. Jesus calms the storm and rebukes him. He says, oh, you have a little faith. I'm like, that's what we were supposed to do. You're Jesus. You're a man in the image of God. No, I come to give you back the image. Don't wake me up to do something that you have the authority to do. You bear the image. That's what he was saying. That's what he was saying. I'm not feeding them, you feed them. You could calm the storm. Yeah, I cursed the tree. You know what the next statement he said? He said, but you can speak to mountains. You know what religion always says? Look at what Jesus can do. You know what Jesus is going to say? No, look at what you can do. Jesus, you did great works. John 14 and 12. He said, if you believe on me, the works that I do shall you do also. But you know what he said? And greater works that you can do. I'm doing the basic stuff. But I see a generation coming after me, baptized in union and communion, who bear the image of their father. I'm doing the basic. I got three years to shake up these 80 miles that I'm going to travel in my 30 years of life. I got three years, but you have a lifetime. If, you, if the, the quicker we find out who we are and whose we are, man, but most of us in this room, like me, we're coming out of religious systems that you were taught you serve the man of God and you serve a system. And you were taught crazy stuff like you still have a sinful nature. We're gonna get there maybe next week. And we can't get freed up to really bear the image because we're trying to fight our way through a forest of religion. We're trying to dot I's and cross T's and we're so afraid of freedom because we've never tasted it. And the truth be told, when we really hear the gospel, it sounds occultish to us, but really it's meant to bring freedom to you. And they hated Jesus because of the message. Listen to what Paul says. He says, I tell you to the same degree that you bore the image of the earthly man. You shall bear the image of the heavenly man. And I want to bear witness to you. I bore the image of the earthly man, but I'm bearing the image of the heavenly man. I'm bearing, I'm bearing supernatural character. Huh? I'm bearing and I'm giving witness to supernatural peace. huh? He said, you bore the image of the earthly, but do you know that you now bear the image of the heavenly man? He said, just as you know that you were made of the man of dust, understand by way of revelation that you now are from the heavens. He said, Jesus, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? Lord, just give me some keys, brother. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? What did Jesus do for his three and a half years? I'm telling you, I believe he was reintroducing us to what image looked like. He did it several ways. He did it through teaching. He reminded the disciples often who they were, who they were. He was a master storyteller. They would watch Jesus have what we would call crusades. Everybody's getting healed, and he would run after the crusade was over, feeding people. He would send everybody away, and he would go climb the side of a mountain and sit in a posture of prayer and hang out with y'all. Are you kidding me? I'm like, man, you did that stuff secret to the image was all about knowing where you came from and aligning yourself right with him he said Jesus is it it right that we pay taxes to Caesar he says give me a coin and they give him a coin and he holds it up and he says whose image is on this coin whose image is on they said well that's easy Caesars because when Anytime Caesar made something that proved that it was his, he would stamp it with his image. And he would put his inscription on it. Silly question. You're asking me if it's okay to pay taxes to Caesar. Of course it is. You know why? It's his money. You know how I know it's his money? It has his image on it. And if Caesar can put his image on a coin and you know it's his, then you give it to him because his image is on it. But something Caesar cannot do is he couldn't put his image on you. But the only one who could put his image on you was God. He said, so you give to Caesar what's his. Give him what his image is on. And then he says this, something they didn't even ask him. He said, but give to God. What's God's? Well, what is God's? Anything with his image on it is his. Well, who has the image of God? You and me. My brown skin. My brother, your black skin. Your white skin. Your yellow skin. What our scarred skin? All my broken pieces. He wants that. He says, yeah, give it to me. I can fix it. My image is on it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. There ain't no image so mired that I can't fix. Give it to me. Yeah, but you don't know the sexual encounter. Give it to me. Yeah, but you don't know the depression. Give it to me. Yeah, but you don't know my bodily dysfunction. Give it to me. Yeah, but you don't know my emotional or my mental state yet. Give it to me. Yeah, but you don't know the stuff I've been involved in. Give it to me. I know the image is messed up, but give me the image. Give it to me. Render Caesar. What Caesar's? Here's your coin, Caesar. But give to God what's God. I came as a father of this region to make an announcement today that you bear the image of God. The father of heaven and earth knew before he made us. He knew I would struggle with pornography in my young age, and he said, I'm still calling you anyway, because what you do is not taking my image off of you. You can take a coin and run it through the mud, spit on it, drive over it, chunk it off a cliff. It still bears the image of its creator. And we thought that sin, we thought that sin could so mire us that not only would we lose the image of the one that we were made in, we actually thought we would lose value So in the days of Jesus, it was only one person that walked in the image, and that was him. But you know what he was fixing to do? He was about to go to the same place the image was distorted and fix it. And the same way Adam lost it at a tree, choosing, he said, you know what, I'm gonna go back to a tree and I'm gonna make this thing right. I'm gonna gonna make this right. Hold hold, hold your your applause, please hold your applause. (laughs) Everything that ever distorted the image of any human being found its home in Jesus that day on the cross. You got a picture. Everything we would ever do wrong, every thought from every human being, past, present, and future, made its way into Jesus. And and Isaiah prophesied about him. He said, when he comes, he wouldn't have any beauty in him that you would desire him. Why? Because that image, he, he has to be twisted to the same degree that we were twisted if he's going to restore us back to the way that we were meant to be restored. Do you know that when they offered sacrifices in the Bible, they never mangled them? But why was Jesus mangled? Because he had to become the way we were. And we were so mangled, we didn't know who we were. But... Those 39 lashes with that Roman cat of nine tails mangled him. Huh? Isaiah said they pulled the hair from his face. Why? Because I'm going to become like you and always. So that you can become like me and always. I Feel this. Oof. I'm done who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed this is the messianic the part of the most messianic scripture of Jesus 800 years before he was born Isaiah said he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and he shall be as a root out of dry ground He'll have no form or comeliness. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, meaning Jesus, there'll be no beauty in him that we should desire him. He will be despised and rejected by men. He will be a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we will hide, as it were, our faces from him. He will be despised and yet esteemed not. Why is that? Because that's how we were. But surely... He will bear our griefs and surely on a cross. Watch this. He will carry our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. But he will be wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace will be upon him. And by his stripes, we will be healed. And all of us like sheep, we've gone astray. You ever gone astray? Come on. Have you ever gone astray? We have turned everyone to her own way. Have you ever chosen to do your own thing? And the Lord laid upon him the iniquity of us all. In other words, I'm going to give him the punishment that was due you. He was oppressed and afflicted, but yet he never opened his mouth. And he will be led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as the sheep before it shearers is silent. So he will not open his mouth. And he was taken from prison and from judgment. Who now would declare his generation? He was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he will be stricken. And he'll make his grave with the wicked, even though he's done no wrong. And with the rich at his death, he'll sleep. He's done no violence, nor was any deceit ever in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Why would it please the Lord to bruise him? Because he saw the image getting restored. (laughs) He has put him to grief. When will you make his soul an offering for sin? He shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. I'm telling you, the beating that Jesus took, and when they put him on the cross, all of the judgment that he bore was for this one purpose he shall see his soul being given as an offering for sin so that he shall see his seed coming in the days of head and he would prolong his days. And God said, I actually find pleasure in this. I need blood to my life all the time because I make mistakes often. Ask my wife if you don't believe that. We can get so twisted. I want to say this and I'm done. Nobody has been born into Adam for the last 2,021 years. Nobody on the earth has. We've only been born into Christ, truth be told. It's a very controversial statement, isn't it? But Jesus replaced him. Everything Adam could have done has been fixed holy by Jesus. Now what we have to do is go tell people, you now bear the image of God. Live like it. Live like it. Come on, stand to your feet with me. I sense in my heart today, there's some people you believe you're twisted. Whoa. You so believe you're twisted. The word iniquity means twisted. It means inward bent. The iniquity, the bits, the twisting of us all was laid upon him. And you know what the Bible says? We were twisted, but you know what the Bible says? It says, God took him who knew no sin, meaning Jesus, and made him to be sin for us. Watch this. That we through him might now become the what? Righteousness of God. What does it mean to be right? Right standing. So where I was twisted and bent all these ways, he said, now because of Jesus, he took your bent so that you can now be what? In right standing with your father. Man, this is the gospel. This is the beauty of union. I want our prayer teams to come to the front. Just come to the front. I'm gonna open up these altars to pray. I'm gonna ask our team if they wanna sing, sing, minister, minister. If you feel like you have a twisted image, I first want to let you know, one, you don't. But what we go through in life can so get embedded into our psyche that we can think we're something we're not. And I'm asking our team to come. And if that's you, I want them just to pray for you, man. And if you just want to stand where you are, you can do that as well. But I just want you to linger in this presence for a little bit. And I'm telling you, every bent will be made straight. That's the promise that we have from our Father. That's the promise that we have from our Father. That's the promise that we have from our Father. That's the promise that we have from our Father. I'm going to say this and I'm done. If you feel like you got a bit in your life and you feel like your mind or your conscience is tormenting you, I want you to come. We want to pray for you. Come and find your spot up in front. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit is fixed and bents up in this place today. You bear the image of the Father. You have perfect union and communion with the Father. Regardless of what you've done, how long you've done it, or who you've done it with, you are made in the image of the Father. I want to remind you that His image has been pressed into you. You don't longer have to press into Him because God says, I press my image into you. So, Father, right now I pray by way of the Holy Spirit that you would move upon hearts and every false image that has tried to rest on us... That you would just remove that thing today every lie that the enemy has tried to make us believe about ourselves that's not of you I pray that you would remove that thing from us today Holy Spirit you are the spirit of truth shine in our hearts today in a huge way and I pray that in Jesus name come on while our teams are here if you need something feel free to come up front and pray if you want to stand and just linger for a little bit in this environment you have by all means you have permission to do that right now in Jesus name but if you to to go I ask you to do that quietly but we're just going to stay for a few moments in this presence. I bless you guys right now in Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Mm. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I see you doing that in the school system, straightening out images. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I see you just raining down in communities and parks, proper images. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus see you receiving the reward of your suffering which is whole images thank you Jesus he shall see the reward of his suffering he shall prolong his seed in his days thank you Jesus thank you Jesus come on if you got a family member you know that their image is twisted why don't you pray for them right now thank you Jesus come on lift him up in this environment thank you Jesus thank you Jesus I thank you doing that for Travis I thank you for moving in Travis I thank you Lord that you're showing Joseph that he's made in your image you said in Isaiah 40 every crooked place shall be made straight and every rough place shall be made smooth Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus. and I want to be more like you. I saw you work through, I want to be more like you. So you work through Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making us, He's making us, He's making us, He's making us, He's making us. He's making us, He's making us. Come on, the Bible says that he's the potter and we're the clay. Come on, Scripture says, he's the potter, and we are the clay. That's what he does. Jeremiah said, "I went down to the potter's house. I saw him making something anew out of a broken piece of pottery. Oh, as you make me, Lord, I sing, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, it might feel like he's stretching you when he's straightening you, but that's okay. It might feel like he's applying pressure on you when he's getting those rough spots out, but it's okay. I trust, his hand. I trust 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 his hand. Come on, would you just join with me for a moment in prayer? Just begin to lift your voice to the Lord. I believe he can do this over a region if we pray. Come on, I believe he can touch people that don't have to be in this building if we would pray. Come on, I believe he can move in your community right now if we would pray. I hear this word. If my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. Come on, can we just turn up the degrees in here for a little bit? Can we make this into a hot house for a few moments? Jesus. 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 Jesus, how would your business be different if you knew that you were you bore His image? Come on, how would your kids be different if you knew you bore His image? How would your workplace be different if you knew you bore His image? What difference would it make in your community if we believe that we bore His image? How would it change our marriages if we believe we bore the image of God? How would it change our self-esteem if we believe we bore the image of God? This is union. Father, today, I thank you for your kindness. But I pray that we don't just hear a sermon, but we would take it to heart that we we bear the image of God again. I am the image of God when I'm in Walmart or in my community or hanging out with my friends. I am the image. Let me believe that. Let me walk in confidence in that. And that won't make me showy. That'll make me actually quite humble. And it'll make me so grateful. I pray that over our family today. I just sense this in my heart. I'm telling you, you're going to carry this thing home. It's going to be in you as you sleep tonight. You're going to be so confident. Some of you are going to get your confidence back. I'm going to say this. Some of you are going to get your self-esteem back. The one that comes with the right image. The reason our self-esteem is our is because we thought our image was off. Oh, I'm gonna say it again. The reason our self-esteem was off is because our image was off. But you bear the image of the heavenly man. Christ then used the very hope of glory. for I bless our family today. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to seal this word in our hearts. Like, let us remember it. Let it simmer in us. Yeah, I ask you to do that, Papa. And I pray that this truth wouldn't just be something we talk about in a building. I believe it'll hit this region. I so believe that. Union has come by way of Jesus. Once again, guys, we're fixing to transition, but they're going to put some music on in the back. But if you want to sit, by all means, sit you want to linger by all means linger please let god finish in you what he wants to finish in you we love you and if you are receiving life from what you're hearing from the lord please bring people so they can receive as well we look forward to seeing you guys on wednesday night god bless you <laughs> Thank you for taking a moment to listen in to what Jesus is doing right here at Way Family Church in Edmond, Oklahoma. If you want to be a part of helping us to continue to share the gospel and get it out to as many people as we can, you can do that via cash app at dollar sign Way Family Church, or you can visit our website at wayfamilychurch.com and click on the giving tab. For more information about Way Family Church, you can connect with us on all social media platforms or simply go to wayfamilychurch.com. Be blessed.